Welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, star seeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelylea.com or at thelovelylea on Instagram so we can connect. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit with your host, me, Elia Lovely. It's been a few weeks um, that I haven't been on here talking to you guys directly, and it's been just some some time to process like what's been going on and to process my own feelings about what's been going on and you know this is this is difficult and I just would like to utilize this time to acknowledge and allow you some time to accept whatever way that you're reacting or responding to this is okay it's a lot to process and it's a lot to kind of come to terms with. This has never happened in our lifetime and we haven't had a response or reaction to this like this in our lifetime. And so it's different. And so it just, it was, it's something that has given us a different perspective for sure. Um, and it's something that has allowed us to kind of take a different perspective on kind of everything, what we're grateful for, what we're scared about, um, what we took for granted, what isn't needed in our life. And it's ultimately asked us to look inward. You know, we're at home. Those of us who are not essential workers are at home and also just let me just take this second to thank all of our essential workers the people who are delivering our mail the people who are at the grocery store wiping down carts our nurses and our doctors and healthcare staff our cleanup staffs our government um, everyone who is working together to unify everyone and help during this time, I just want to honestly give just a warm hug to all of you and say thank you. I just heard what sounded like a transformer explode. I'm recording this in my car, by the way. <laughs> um, that was a very interesting noise. Moving on. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to give you guys some time to just think about that. Like, what is it that you're processing What is it that you're feeling? Um, The mantra that comes to me right now is, is getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. And what does that look like? What does it mean to face and deal and accept what's uncomfortable right now and how it makes us feel? And what are we doing? What are our coping mechanisms? 
what are we are what are we trying to do to diminish that feeling of uncomfortability and what does it look like to surrender to it um and in, in your own time obviously when you, whenever you're dealing with this but for me I feel feel like I went through the um however many stages of grief it is and just now got to the place of acceptance where I'm starting to feel deeply into okay this is this is what we're doing now and it's a very powerful pivot statement energetically to be in a place where you had expectations about what should have been happening versus what's happening now and being able to look at a situation and say okay this is what we're doing now right now the days look the same there is no distinguishing day between Saturday and Tuesday and I currently am without a job so that's new and my job is I'm noticing is what gives me my identity and my self-worth and makes me feel like I have something to contribute it also begs into the wound that I just started trying to heal which is I have a hard time asking for help and so it's it's forced me to really exercise that wound and that's painful because I can't avoid the pain of how uncomfortable that is anymore which means I have to get comfortable with what's uncomfortable in order to accept what we're doing now and in a weird way like the thing that I've been avoiding that that signal of surrendering to what's not normal anymore was actually very releasing for me it was relieving almost in a way it's like okay like currently I don't know where my money is coming from and I have an opportunity to get in a position of trust of you know what's happening right now is happening for me not to me and that's a difficult perspective to hold yesterday I found out that an old family friend of ours has died from the virus and while I may not have been close with that family um, in my more adult years it still happened to someone I knew and that brought it really close to home and I couldn't help but think about my own family in this and where I live and what does that mean and I found out two friends had it and how are they doing and this is this is scary and it can be incredibly overwhelming it, you can be in this space of like I just don't know what's gonna happen next like is someone I love gonna die and that's a very challenging emotion it's a very challenging thought and it's a very real one so I'm not asking you to bypass what it is that you're feeling um, there's this term spiritual bypassing that kind of talks about you know like filling yourself up with all this knowledge without really acknowledging what's happening inside of you and healing what's inside of you before you've adapted these kind of n notions if you will and like I'm not asking you to do that but I think that these very scary thoughts that we're having and a lot of what feels very uncomfortable we keep talking about okay when this is over or when this blows over and when this finally is finished or when this is you know and it it's possible this could be our new way of life and 
that's an uncomfortable thought. You know, it could be over in a couple of months. It could, it could be over in a couple of years. It could mutate and turn into something else. And this could be just the way we live life now. Like, I don't know. And I'm not, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to put that out there, but if we are always looking for the end of this, we never accept and are never present with what we are in this and thus put ourselves in a place in a deep space of suffering and uncertainty instead of adapting and adjusting to what it is we have to go through. And I'm not coming from a preachy place because, you know, do what you need to do to cope with what's happening. It's just something that I'm learning that's helping me cope with the next day and every day that looks exactly like the day before. Personally, um, I'm having a bit of irony behind all this because I, you know, packed up my life um, in December to head off to do this big travel year that I've been dreaming of doing for a long time and as a means to go and heal myself and, you know, be away. So my Bali experience was very much that and I'm so glad I got to do that. But I feel resentful and feel all the irony of landing right back in Kansas City but this time I don't have my apartment <laughs> and it feels really uncomfortable um, to be in that position and have to rely on friends for shelter. And it's been super beautiful for me to be able to see how people in my life pull together and how much, even when I don't ask, people show up for me. And it's given me a beautiful way and opportunity to look and find myself more appreciative of who I have in my life and how much I value them and what matters, to be honest. And so that's been a new perspective for me that I've gleaned from this, but it's still uncomfortable and, and we're, I'm, I'm adjusting, I'm trying to adjust, but my mantra, I've gotten up in the mornings and when I woke up in the morning and I felt like I don't have anything to do today or I don't have any purpose today. Or, you know what, I don't feel like getting out of bed today. You know, there are so many of those kind of moments that feel very, very real um, and trying to absorb what's happening. So it's in the news. It's on Instagram. It's on a podcast. It's on Facebook. It's, it's everywhere. And there's no way to escape it. And I've even been withdrawing from um, just contact with talking to people because it's all anybody else is talking about and I just don't want to hear about it. So I've kind of been really slow to returning text messages and phone calls. And I'm usually the person that's like hyperactive on their phone. Um, so weirdly in this time of disconnection with everyone, I'm becoming more disconnected as a means to protect my own energy because I, I, this is, this is how I'm coping with this. I needed to reserve my energy to be able to deal with the collective energy I'm feeling and to speak to people who are super sensitive to energy. This is also a really challenging time for us. Um, it's challenging for everyone and I don't want to make it sound like this is more challenging for people who are empaths or not, but I just do want to speak to those people who do feel other people's feelings because, um, for myself, it's felt that I've, I've carried the burden more so for the collective than even to myself. So, and that's, you know, that's boundary. 
like like I need to have stronger boundaries you need to have stronger boundaries if that's what's happening but it's hard not to and I think maybe I got on here and spoke about this but I can't remember um a few weeks ago when they were closing the banks I went into the bank and there were a few men there who were angry and probably scared when why are they closing the banks and what are they doing this is unnecessary and this is you know whatever and they were yelling at this woman um and she's not in charge of the bank so it wasn't her fault but in that moment I absorbed their fear and their panic and and just you know about like what's uncertainty and what's uncomfortable and even though I wasn't scared I went to my car because I started to feel like I was having a panic attack chest got all tight the whole thing my body went above my emotions my body went above my mind and had this this you know complete sensory reaction towards what it was feeling and consciously I knew and said you know what okay I've had uh, anxiety and panic attacks before in the past and anytime you try to suppress them it just makes it worse so I just said okay go ahead like do what you need to do and I got to that point where my chest got super tight I felt like I was gonna pass out couldn't breathe the whole deal but while consciously able to stay calm and know that okay I was I had taken on the feelings of someone else in this moment this, these were not my own and I could utilize my other mantra which was return to sender return to sender this is not mine to take on and then when that didn't happen because I continued to have the panic attack I said okay allow my body to transmute whatever pain it was that I absorbed not just for myself but the people who are feeling it if that's that's possible Um, and I do believe it's possible so if you are taking on the fear or anger or panic or pain of other people and you know it's happening if you're in a conscious state where you know it's happening then just pray for the transmutation of that energy that you are helping heal the collective in that way so anyway back to my original point getting comfortable comfortable with the uncomfortable and what does that look like for me it's been trying to build some type of routine because that's what works for for me personally it doesn't work for everybody so in the daytime um, I've kind of facilitated somewhat of a routine and then on days that I don't feel like doing the routine I don't guilt myself about not having the routine because um, I have to get comfortable with the uncomfortable that at, at some point some days I don't feel like getting up at this time and doing my meditation and some days I don't feel like getting up and doing this activity or um, you know looking through emails or whatever so paying attention to what works for you but for me having some semblance of a routine regardless of how loose it is maybe that routine looks like okay I'm gonna put on pants <laughs> that could be a part of it Um, I'm going to get out of bed that is part of the routine for me Um, I get up at the same time and make breakfast Um, and that is a part of the routine and so it's not like coming up with some stringent thing that's like okay look at me being productive you know that's not the point the point for me is to find some sense of comfort in the uncomfortable so Um, I've also made it a part of my routine to not watch the news so there's so much news already coming to me on my phone or via Instagram or via friends and family have you heard so if I can mitigate and minimize my consumption um, then I can further 
protect the energy that's going out. In addition to that, as I said before, I just haven't been responding to as many messages um, and to give myself space and time to be away from my phone, to not have to be connected in all the time with everybody else's energy as well. You probably experienced that when you've had a few people kind of come to you and have you heard about this? And it might send some anxiety, you know, towards you. Someone announcing new information, if you're not prepared to receive it, can really rattle you and, and untame what kind of peace that you had at the moment. So it's, it's, it's tricky. Like you, you have to do what works for you. But I just think that in this moment, while we're all dealing with this, these really uncomfortable realities, that we find a way to make those uncomfortable realities. I wouldn't even say normal because we're not trying to make them normal, but we're trying to make them okay. So that's the corner I turned this week saying like, okay, I'm not going to be in this space of like, okay, when this is over, X, Y, Z, when this is done, X, Y, Z, because you create an anxiety around time. Start thinking about time and how much longer, how much longer, how much longer is this going to be? And that's what causes more suffering. The more and more that we look towards the end of this thing, the longer I believe it will feel. It's like, you know, when you're anything like, you know, a, bo a boiling pot, a stair, I don't know, fuck, I don't remember the phrase, um, watching a boiling pot, something like that. Anyway, um, when you, when you're waiting for something and actively waiting for something, it takes longer. It feels like it takes longer. Time slows down. So our attention towards what's uncomfortable and putting a timeline on it and feeling like, okay, well, you know, when things go back to normal, you know, then we'll be okay. It, I, I imagine for myself and for everyone else, that makes things take longer. It feels longer. So maybe, you know, like maybe our normal before wasn't normal. I mean, that's a thought. What if before whatever we were doing, we were just used to it, but it wasn't good for us. And in this way, we are having to strip away old thought patterns, old ways of being, old ways of using the planet, old ways of using other people. I mean, like even on a couple of the, um, I've seen some stuff about, you know, people dating during quarantines and stuff. And now people actually looking for genuine connection because you can't meet up and you need emotional intimacy for comfort. So it's actually done. It's, it's erased the old um, hookup culture in a way because you can't meet anyway. So you have to get to know each other and see if you actually like each other. It's slowed things down in that way. Maybe that's better. Um, you know, the way that, you know, people are at home with their families, getting to spend a lot more time with their family. And while it may be driving some people crazy, um, I know that the children will appreciate it. They might remember the virus time as their most ardent childhood. Their parents were home and, you know, they didn't know any different. They didn't know anything was different because they're too young to remember what it was like beforehand, except that now their parents are home all the time. And maybe that in a way is going to make a very healed generation after us that those kids will be 
you know, introspective and creative and allowed to see what's important to them, see what's important to them instead of being tossed off to daycare every day. And if that's what's needed to be done, like I'm not, I'm not criticizing people who've had daycare or anything like that. So just like, hear me out. But, um, I just think that that's going to be a new norm for those people. And maybe that's a good new norm. So that's something to think about, but all change, all transition. Anytime we move into something different, it will be uncomfortable when you decide you want to start a new workout regimen it's uncomfortable at first like you're out of breath you're you're tired you're sore it sucks to get up early you know there's all these different sacrifices that you make but you're doing them because ultimately you have this goal in mind about how to improve yourself so it's fucking uncomfortable but you get comfortable with what's uncomfortable in order to get to your goal so in a way it's, it's a little bit like that. Obviously, this is kind of a forced discomfort, so <laughs> you're not choosing it. But maybe if we looked at it that way, that, you know what, there are ways that in this time we can be improving ourselves. And maybe that doesn't even mean like you come out with your next course or your book or your new fabulous business or your new fabulous body. Maybe it doesn't mean any of that. Maybe it just means you being able to take the time to look at yourself and see what makes you uncomfortable about you. What are things that you haven't looked at? What are things that you haven't, you've been avoiding that have been painful that are coming up for you right now? What's causing you this anxiety? What's causing you this fear and pain? Obviously the virus, but there are deeper things there. What trauma is it bringing up? What is it making you notice about your relationships with your family or your friends and most importantly yourself? I think that for me, I'm just learning in this moment to try to embrace what it is that I've been feeling so anxious about. Trying to figure out like, okay, these are parts of my being that... I'm still trying to mature. I'm still coming to grips with. There are parts of myself that I'm learning how to accept. And because I don't have anything else to do <laughs> except face that. So it's it's coming to terms with even for myself, like I'm a super optimistic person, but I'm also a realist. And I can see the dualistic nature of my soul and my ego fighting it out <laughs> there's part of me that's like you know like you have got it it is okay everything works out there's a reason for this there's all these beautiful things that are going to come out of this you have no idea Aaliyah what is waiting for you at the other side of this and while that's such a beautiful thought, my ego comes in and is like, bruh, this is so stupid. Like, you don't have a job. You had to come back home again. Like, you're living with friends. You have no idea where you're going next. You're a fucking loser. 
Like, you didn't have savings. You didn't have this. You didn't have that. Like, what were you thinking? Why did you go off to Bali where you were going to go heal yourself instead of work and make sure you had some security? And that's total ego shit, right? Like, it's so mean. I, you know, I knowingly would never say shit like that to myself, but that's what comes up. It's like, damn, Aaliyah, <laughs> speaking to myself, but like, I'm sure you can relate in some of these, these, these circumstances. Like it has really, truly allowed me to get into the depth of my weaknesses and learn how to accept myself in those wounds. It, it is, it is causing the ugliest, most painful shit to come to surface so I can, I can clean house. I can transition. I can get in shape. Emotionally speaking, um, I can get over what are the things and messages that have been holding me back. The ego isn't something that's destructive by nature. It's actually protective. So when we talk often, we talk about the ego, like it's like the worst thing we must get over our ego, but our ego is necessary for our human experience It's necessary for our humanity. Our ego is what keeps us from killing ourselves often. Um, it keeps us in a place of protection to jump out of the way of a car. Like our ego, when we um, have had a comfortable way of doing things for a long time, when we make the conscious um, decision to do something different, our ego says, wait, 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 wait. We're not used to this program. It tries to keep you in whatever was comfortable before because that's what kept you safe. And that is a measure of protection. Now the ego can come out in other ways. Um, you know, when you're trying to heal your wounds, if you have a fight with someone, your ego can really get flared up in that because it's as a means to protect your safety and whatever things that you've been telling yourself for a prolonged way of being, it's protecting that. So all you need to do is find a new prolonged way of being before your ego adapts to that and protects that notion. So back to my point, um, being in, in this type of quarantine, it's coming, my soul and my ego are duking it out. I having a chance to say, okay, we have the space now to do this work uninterrupted. So it's uncomfortable and it's challenging. And there've been a few days this week. I've just cried. I've sat in my bed and cried. Of not knowing what's going to happen, not just to me, but to my family, people I love, to our, our city, our world, our environment, <clears throat> humanity in general, you know, so it's just, it's hard. It's really hard to contemplate all those things. And it's really hard when like you're trying to escape from it. And, you know, I went for a walk the other day and just walking down the sidewalk and this pregnant woman who was walking on the same sidewalk, maybe like a block in front of me, crossed the street to go to the other side so she wouldn't have to cross my path. And while that was probably an act of, you know, just protection, it made me sad. I was like, this is, what is this doing? You know, like, and how much longer will it be? You know, like when we say this is quote unquote over, our habits of still trying to protect oneself. Now we had a prolonged way of being. Our ego had a prolonged way of being. It will continue to protect itself. So 
in that way, I'm like, oh, this is going to affect us a lot longer than I think we think it will. So anyway, my message purely is to start, and I'm not telling you to do this. This is just what I'm doing. But if that helps you to get in a place where you start meditating on what does it mean to get comfortable with what's uncomfortable? And I think that that largely has to do with what is the unknown? The unknown and the uncertainty is what makes us the most scared. What ifs? What now? Those are probably the hardest parts of what's going through our minds. The restlessness of that. And I don't know. I wouldn't say I've come to peace with it. But in this last week, just kind of going into that space of saying, all right, well, this is our new normal to be uncertain. I normally like to have everything figured out because I like to be in control and control gives me that false sense of safety. Obviously anybody who's been in super control of their lives up until this point, that didn't change your circumstances for how, what's going on right now. So control is kind of just an illusion, if you will, as a means to keep ourselves safe. So if that's the case, can we not do the same thing with the unknown? Can we get comfortable with letting our hands go and saying, okay, whatever is happening is just going to happen. I have zero control, zero obligation. And in that regard, I just have to wait. I have to watch. For those of us who struggle with patience, this might be it. (laughs) This might be the time to get really good at it because... We won't have any other choice. And I believe that the longer we fight it, the longer it feels. So I'm, I'm putting myself in a space of surrender and saying, okay, like, I don't know what's going to happen, but somewhere, and it won't be every day. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not perfect at this. I don't expect you to be there, but at least a few days and if I can practice that and get it to every day where I can say all right I surrender to what's happening I can trust that the universe everything that's happening is happening for me and in my own philosophy in the background of the things I believe that actually works for me for your philosophy it might not um I believe in reincarnation so I'm thinking okay well this is a very interesting you know, level of this game I'm playing, you know, and if I die, okay, I'll do, 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 <laughs> for anybody who's played Mario Brothers ever, um, then I, you know, I'll, I'll do it again. It's not the only lifetime. We'll do it again. So I don't know if that brings you any comfort, but definitely for me, learning, and adapting and de- developing this new skill of saying I can find surrender in, in places I cannot control and spaces I cannot control and finding some sense of normalcy or some sense of comfort and knowing like, okay, where can I, where can I find beauty and what's happening right now? I'll tell you one thing, I'm learning how to rest. That's a new skill. <laughs> the unrest (laughs) and then the rest. Um, I'm learning how to be gentle with myself 
I'm learning how to make better boundaries with people. Funny enough, um, <laughs> we're already in quarantine and I need to make boundaries. That's kind of funny. Um, I'm also learning how to comfort others without taking on their pain. And I've been able to spend more time, you know, digging in to what this podcast means to me and, and what messages I would like to give to you. Um, you guys lift me up. Like I, I love, love, love when I get messages from you guys on Instagram and I get to see your face and look at your profile and see who you are and where you're from. And just to know that, I don't know, like know that you're, you're getting something out of this is, it makes me feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose in a very deep way. And during this time that is like keeping me fucking going. So I appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate all the kind words that you've said so far. I appreciate everything that you're learning and that you're sharing with other people. And I, I always want to be very committed to saying like, these are just things that I'm learning. Like I am not a guru. I don't know everything. I am a flawed and broken human, just like everybody. And it's just what I'm coming forth with, what I'm, I'm learning and what I like to learn. So if you're finding interest in this, if you're finding community in this, if you're finding purpose, if you're finding healing, like I come just super humble to say thank you um, because it gives me purpose and it makes me feel like I'm, I'm doing what I'm meant to do. And right now that is literally the best thing. It is gold. It's absolute gold to be able to be fulfilling my the depth of my purpose and that makes me feel uncomfortable <laughs> because it's it's part of a wound that I have a feeling of being seen um but it makes me feel like just absolutely enamored with being able to be comfortable with what's uncomfortable me speaking to you sometimes is really uncomfortable and being so vulnerable like this sometimes is like should I really put out there that this is what I'm going through? Like people are going to think X or Y I'm getting really comfortable with not caring about that. So anyway, <clears throat> if I have to beat it into this message, um, perhaps it's time that you started looking at what makes you uncomfortable and finding some practical ways to allow yourself to surrender to whatever that is and start getting comfortable with what that is so you can begin to move on so anyway um I hope that you got something out of this today and I hope that you are wherever you are are safe and that you have some sense of peace or have a space or time or something that gives you a break from whatever could be ailing you right now I hope that this offers you comfort so anyway, um, I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast five stars if you liked it. And um, click the link to support this podcast if you would like to support it financially in any way. Um, that's amazingly helpful for me. So anyway, I will talk to you guys later. Bye. interested in becoming a client for energy coaching, 
Find me at www.thelovelyaliyah.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at The Lovely Aaliyah for daily content and inspiration.